Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. A couple quick announcements. If you'd like to see me do stand-up comedy right now, you can go to Google search and punch in Dry Bar Comedy Cash Levy. That's Dry Bar Comedy Cash Levy. There's a 43-minute video of me doing my stand-up. And it would help me a lot if you could watch it, tell your friends about it, make comments, and I sure would appreciate it. Also, TJ's out on the road uh, coming to a city near you. Uh, he'll be in Indianapolis at Helium, January 15 through 17. Houston Improv, January 22 through 24. Magoobies, Maryland, January 28 through 30. Uh, his website is tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com for more details. Okay. Thanks for listening, and enjoy part two of the Voice Reveal episodes. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. We're back on Cashing In with T.J. Miller from the Voice Reveal episode. And I, and, and, I can't, and I can't wait to do my voice reveal too, Cash. It's a two-parter, and this is my real voice, and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm starting to kind of break people into the experience. If you didn't hear the first episode, go back and listen. Because it's very important. None of this is going to make any sense. So go back and listen to that episode, and then you'll understand this one. Don't even bother with this one until you hear the first one. Anyway, that was my uh, real voice. I'm back to my uh, radio voice. We're listening to TJ's outgoing message. Now. I have a default greeting on my work phone, but this is my personal outgoing message, and I haven't heard it in a while. So let's check this out. I'm so glad you didn't text me. <laughs> Texts are so impersonal. <laughs> Don't you think? I, uh, I'm I'd much it. rather hear your voice. And not, you know, in the present, but in the past. Hear your voice presently, but from when it was being used, spoken <laughs> with in the past. So please leave a message. Uh, and let me again thank you for using your sounds, not your fingers, for written words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's my favorite part. Long, I think it's pretty over. long pause there at the end. I don't know how I, I mean, feel I don't about know if that. we've talked about this, but I admire that kind of outgoing message. I also admire the outgoing message that has no um doesn't say who it is and it's just completely empty as if like I don't care enough about what happens next for you to even know <laughs> if you dialed the right number. I don't even want you to know. Um, you've met a friend of mine, Steve, who's a great guy who he, he has an outgoing message, which is empty and blank. And you're not sure if you dialed the right number or not. And I kind of admire that too, in its own way. Um, it's like, I don't care enough about this whole communication thing that I'm going to, uh, let you know one way or another. And that brings me to the, where were you? Cause I just did the holidays with, or as I call them the Holland days. Yeah. I, the Holland days of the, yeah. And that's an English muffin reference. When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? I managed to, to not uh, see or check my cell phone for seven full days, and it was in my house. Which I'm proud of you about. And that's that's a that's a record for me. Everybody should try and take a day. And it felt good. It felt good. It felt good. I, I suggest seven days. I um, And I, I told most people beforehand I was going to do it. I told you. Um, the interesting thing is, out of all the people I told... You were the only one that had the courtesy to not reach out two or three times and go, hey, what's going on, man? Come on, man. It made my holiday to just know that I wasn't going to be checking and going back and forth with people all the time. Because really what people are leaving you is an errand where you have to get back to them and make sure they know that you got their message. And then they have to let you know you they got your message. And you just go back and forth letting people know that you got each other's messages. And for, for your friends, we all know that we're you know, we, we all love each other. So like, don't, it, it feels like, see, I'm not built where I can just get a message and not return it for four days. I'm just not built that way. So I just have to not check. That's the key. I went so far as to not only really not check my phone, I deleted the news app. This is all real. I deleted my yeah. text app. I deleted my mail app. So that didn't in, Twitter, weren't inundated. Yeah. I deleted Twitter. I deleted everything. So it's not even I turned off notifications. I deleted these things so that I physically could not check them or see them. And, and didn't you um, feel good? And it was great. It was really, really nice. But what happened, and this is kind of the flip side of this coin, is then when I got back and I put, <laughs> put all these things back in, first of all, some of them didn't work. Mail wasn't loading. It's like I really had fucked myself to a certain yeah. extent. And then... When I finally got the mail working, it I had 634 new mail messages, and a lot of them were news updates and things that I was used to looking at every day, and I just got buried underneath this huge mound of kind of information. So it really has taken, that was like November 3rd, so it has actually taken the better part of that month to slowly parse it down to 350 or 360. And then this morning I just got up and I deleted every single email that wasn't absolutely vital. And I think still it's like, here I'll check. Yeah, still it's 138 unread messages. And now I'm going to uh, unsubscribe from basically everything. That's what I've kind of decided to do is just anything that comes in, I'm going to unsubscribe. From, from like, like miniature donkey magazine, that kind of thing. No, I got to keep that subscription. That was $149 okay. a month. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, yeah. I paid you a know, year in advance. I had a lot of savings because it was only $1,540 <laughs> for the year. You know what I've realized? So I got 100 bucks on that one, and uh, Miniature Donkey Magazine is just about the place that I like to be. <laughs> this is TTPP. 
on Wee Wee Go Hee Hee. <laughs> you know what else I've realized during this whole pandemic is this is the talk first time me, in buddy. Talk this, is the first to time, me. this is the first time in my um, adult life since school that I experience all the weekends and all the holidays uh, in really? one year. And I've realized a few things about weekends and holidays, uh, if you observe all of them. Because as a comedian, we're always working on weekends and usually on holidays. So we don't get to really experience that sort of school schedule since we left high school or college or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And I must say that getting all the weekends and all the holidays, it stuns me how many weekends and holidays we have. Now, I already knew that we had a set of weekends that happens every week. Have you noticed that? And you're talking about uh, Wednesday and, and, and Sunday? What days usually are you talking happens, about? Usually, usually it's Saturday, Sunday for most people. Those are the weekends. Yeah. See, I was not. Yeah. I was always confused about that because what yeah. I was doing is I was getting day drunk on Mondays, having brunch <laughs> Wednesday evening around 11 p.m. And then Saturday and Sunday, I was going into work. No one was there. It was empty. <laughs> and I kind of look around. I go, hello, hello, hello. I, I actually worked in a cave. Uh, I did a lot of research on reverse spelunking. Ironically, my office was in a cave. <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't realize that the with all the weekends, if you observe all of them, like the common man, if they don't work weekends, and you have the holidays. This is the second thing I realized. The common I, man. There's a shitload of holidays. I didn't realize how many holidays there are. They keep coming. Like I didn't. I you know. Okay, so Thanksgiving happened, and then. 17 days later, you've got two more weeks off. And I feel like summer just happened. Yeah. Don't you feel like summer wasn't that long ago? Well, this the pandemic is very different, though, is the thing. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's there are a lot of holidays and weekends more than I realized. Like it, it they come quick and there's holidays like that I didn't even know about that people observe. You know, just one day here or there, yeah, but three you know, day weekends. But you know, and no, no, it's when you're true. working, when you're doing stand up, you don't really notice all that. But I've experienced it for one year and um, it's a lot. The other thing I've learned is I didn't realize how much I dislike holidays until the pandemic because there's too much obligation with holidays, with family stuff, with yeah, But you don't have to traveling. go to any of them, but you don't, you know. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to go anywhere where this year and you realize. Oh, so you realize how much, how difficult that is. You know, it's I didn't interesting. Realize how, I didn't realize I how much I disliked Thanksgiving. I'd like to know year. from the 12 and a half, if you guys would uh, reach out to us either on Facebook or Twitter, how many of you every year did go home or did spend the holidays with family? Because when I would see my family was through stand-up. That's when I would go. And I actually got a, um, I got an opportunity to do New Year's Eve in Colorado Springs. And that would be when I would see my parents because I'm not going home for, um, you know, Christmas or Thanksgiving or anything. But don't you think that the, I just didn't realize how much it was a burden to travel on Thanksgiving, even when I was working. Um, where you have to do the Friday, Saturday, Sunday after Thanksgiving, and then you're doing the family stuff on Wednesday night and Thursday night. Uh, and how that, that I don't know, any, I don't really love the holidays that are based around food, you know? That's why I was surprised with the amount of people that were traveling and taking risks on Thanksgiving, because it didn't seem like, 
it mattered that much to people, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I, you're right. It's, it's a lot of obligation and not much payoff. Uh, real quick here. I just wanted to, before I forget, a lot of people say, Hey TJ, you know, I heard your outgoing message. It was funny. I listened to the podcast and one of the 12 and a half. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to do a temporary greeting on my work phone. Okay. So you're going to sort of see how the sausage is made. That's what you're going to see here is how the sausage is made. Um, the, and inside, then, the inside of the craters of the English muffin, as it were. <laughs> it does have a great texture. No one can argue it. So what I what I wanted to do was I wanted to do, because you reminded me about that. I, I love that no one explains it anymore. We've had voicemail for so long that no one's doing the explanation anymore. So right now I'm going to record a custom greeting for my work phone, which used to have a default, uh, used to have a default greeting. And, um, okay, so here we go. Hi, you've reached TJ. I'm not here right now. So if you can leave a message at the beep, what's going to happen is they, I'm going to stop talking and then there'll be a beep or some sort of noise. And that indicates that it's time for you to leave your message. So the message should be, whatever you think or thought that you needed to communicate that you would have if I had actually picked up the phone, but obviously I haven't. This is a pre-recorded message. I'm not currently live talking to you. This is something that I did in the past that you're not hearing, and then you're going to leave a message which will be in your present now, but will be, when I hear it, it'll be in the past. So just leave a message with what you sort of summarize what you would have said to me um, if we actually talked, which we didn't. So, uh, and then when you're done talking, when you're done saying that stuff, you can just hang up. You don't have to do anything else. You don't, you can press one or two or three. And in some cases you can erase the message or listen to it again. I don't know. I'm, I'm not familiar with that aspect of it. So go ahead and leave a message after the beep or whatever tone and anything like that. And then um, I'll listen to the message is what's going to happen. Then I'll have the information and I will call you back having had that information, thus thereby uh, being able to expedite, you know, the conversation to where we would be once you had, uh, if you had talked to me live and in person. So um, here we go. Uh, I'm going to stop talking. There's going to be a beep and then you talk and then hang up. <laughs> Okay. That that was that was a good one. I, I think that was good. I think that's really going to be good for business. Um, you well, know, I'm hoping so. So now your business use, lines. Now I'm going to use my real phone. Okay. To call my other phone. Okay. And uh, we're just you know we're really going to hear what the yeah let's let's hear it so I'll be able to hopefully get there. So let's see what it sounds like and if there is a tone at the end. Hi, you've reached TJ. I'm not here right now. So if you can leave a message at the beep, what's going to happen is they, I'm going to stop talking and then there'll be a beep or some sort of noise. And that indicates that it's time for you to leave. Your this message. is also, the if you're on mushrooms listening to this episode, this would be the episode that, that you would, have would really right put you in a, in a very strange place. Okay. <laughs> 
at the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. What's amazing is that. See, here's the thing amazing. that you should do. You should, have, you should find a way to have a fake version of her go and explain what they're supposed to do in the same way you just did. <laughs> or I could record her and have that be the thing before she says that. But you know what I mean? Like record her mm -hmm. saying that and then doing that's going to take. I don't think we should do that in the podcast, but that's a really funny idea is to have her just say it twice. Um, but it is really funny that I took forever to explain it. And then a robot woman goes at the town, record your message when you're finished recording. But even stranger than all that is what I'm saying right now is currently a message that I'm leaving myself. Right. If you're satisfied with the message, press one. To listen to your message, press two. To erase and re-record, press three. To continue recording where you left off, press four. Message erased. At the tone, please re-record your message. At the end of your message, press one. Hey, fuck you, man. If you're satisfied with the message, <laughs> press 1. To, to send your message with normal delivery, press 1. To send your message with urgent delivery, press 2. Thank so, you. Your message has been sent. So hopefully hopefully I get that really quickly, that message from get myself. Get that dialed saying, in. Hey, fuck you, man, you know. Hey, you know what we like to do on the show sometimes? We like to let's 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 do a let's do a real quick classic here. Ready? Let's do it. Let's um Let's start things off with a section we like to call the Triple Banger, banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round question one. This is more of an essential question, really. Um, what's the lowest lowest maintenance of the five senses? Hmm. What do you think is the lowest maintenance? The lowest maintenance of yeah. the five senses. Out of the five senses, which are the one? Which is the one physically that you don't have to really keep a keep track of and, and worry about much? Well, I think smell. I mean, I think you know, one of the things that we all get frustrated by is people that don't get a, uh, a hearing aid, and you have to sort of keep repeating stuff. And um, yeah, I think I think I think. You know, you immediately smell something that smells terrible. And then Kate really, Kate kind of thinks that but I think, she'll stop hmm. and smell the flowers. Do you do that? Can I ask you that question? Do I stop do and you smell act, the flowers? Do you actually stop, go over to flowers and smell them? I don't think they smell that good. Well, here's what I think. We've talked about this on the show probably 10 years ago. I, I think it should be stop and smell the Cinnabons. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. But it's it, the flowers don't smell that good. But it is weird because she thinks they smell so good and she will insist that I walk over and smell these flowers and I smell them and I kind of go, okay, you know. I don't, I don't think they smell that good. So and I, I don't agree I with you about this great... maintenance. I don't, I don't agree with you about the maintenance thing. I think the nose is often clogged up and you got to make sure it's not runny, whatever else. I think the biggest one is uh, touch, the sense of touch, you don't really have to do much to keep that in order usually, right? Well, now we're talking about a different thing because you're saying that the nose itself is high maintenance. You're saying which of the senses uh, I is see. lowest maintenance. Uh, I see. And I would yeah. say touch, you got to end up touching stuff with your hands because if you touch it with your yeah. shoulder, 
then you don't feel so you're yeah. moving around you're trying to figure out how do i touch this with my fingers or my toes what's the best with a nose you walk into a bathroom that's stinky immediately you're whoa that does not smell good right your eyes you got to move those around to see what's what's here and what's there you don't have to move your nose around no one's ever grabbing their own nose and kind of <laughs> moving it around saying smells okay over there smells okay over there oh Looks like somebody shit in the bucket. You know, you don't have to do that. <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, hearing you kind of, it, it slowly sort of, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you can't listen to things too loud. You, so often we, can you hear me now? What about now? I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. No one's saying, I, I, can you smell me now? Anyone smell me? I can't smell you. I can't smell you at all. Come closer. Yeah, I can't, I still can't smell you. Oh, here you are. Oh! Did somebody shit in your pants? And if so, I hope it was you. <laughs> Triple banger lightning round. Question two. <laughs> Question two. Uh, electrolytes. What are you? <laughs> Does anyone know what an electrolyte is? Would you know an electrolyte when it walks? I mean, like, don't you think it's just to the athlete's foot of it's the athlete's foot of like sports drink, um, you know, sort of ingredients like nobody knows what you need some electrolytes no one knows what an electrolyte is that they didn't is, have electrolytes. is a triple banger lighting round question that's yeah that's one of those ones where it, anything would work just electrolytes huh electrolytes why electrolytes really i think that's a good <laughs> really yeah i mean i i've you know and i've seen quite a few electrolytes in my day and uh I don't know. And also, you know, I'm prone to seizures. So if I see, you know, an electro strobe light, I can have a hydration seizure. And that's true. And that's sort of a full body release, but it's only water. Mm. Tripling or lightning question three. I like question those three. Sometimes for me, better than Cash laughing is him going, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> nice. That's good. I'm sorry. You know, that is, that's when uh, you're with a woman and afterwards you're like, how is it for you? And they go, Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. Sometimes I get fixated on what the next banger is going to be. Let's bang it out. Let's bang it out. No, that's that's not being a good host. You've got the Caribbean Sea right behind you. So instead of going, hmm, say that last line again. Okay. That's like if a woman, after you're finished making love to her, she you say, how was it? And she says, hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to my original voice. Oh, here we go. Now we're back to that. Yeah. I'm back to my original voice. All right. Triple banger lightning round question. Round question three. Uh, three question three. three. Pedicure versus pedicab. Mm. Wow. You know, I know your answer because you don't get pedicures. Um, pedicab for sure but it's I, look i never got manicures or pedicures and then one day i went i went to go get a manicure with ka she went to go get one and i said can you give me french tips because i thought that would look so funny and it is the funniest thing i mean people because you don't really notice that somebody has french tips if they have short nails so it just looks like i have really bright it's very it's very very strange it really throws people off it's a lot of fun Pedicure, I, I tried a couple times getting French tips on my pedicure. Kate actually said in the shower once, she goes, that's creepy. That's weird. And I don't want you ever to do that again, which I understand. <laughs> I agree with her. Um, 
but a pedicure feels great, right? Uh, it's just a, being a pedicab feels amazing. I mean, and and obviously that's someone with a, um, you know, on a bicycle, not somebody, you know, running rickshaw style. That's a rickshaw. Yeah. yeah. But I love uh, pedicabs. It's so fun. My favorite thing to do. It's expensive, but I love to do it in Manhattan or I used to love to do it in Manhattan. And um, once- Do you feel, guil- do you feel guilty? Once I was on, well, so to wit, to wit, to wit, uh, I was in a pedicab with CJ Sullivan, who's a larger yeah. guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, he really, he's he's a big guy. He probably weighs, you know, I don't know, 280 or something like that. And I weigh probably 240 or something. And- we were in a pedicab in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, that's that's a lot of hills. The too. guy, well, the guy he took us he, almost to our hotel, and we're like, "Hey, it's just yeah. right go up, up Lon- go up Lombard Street." Yeah, he's we, like, "No, that's yeah. a one way street. It only goes down. Go up it." <laughs> we go. We go. You give him twenty extra dollars. Well, we go. We go. So you want to take us up? It's just up the hills, our place. And he literally just looked at us and goes, "No." <laughs> he said no. Nope. He really did. He was like, "Nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not even going to yeah. try. I'm not going to pretend." Yeah. And we didn't do this, but I thought it would be really funny to be like, "If I give you a thousand dollars, will you try and make it up this hill with the two? And he would have said, "Nope, absolutely not." <laughs> but it's such a funny thing to say. Like, I'm sorry, you guys are not in the shape to the point of which we, you know, I would even attempt. Why why would you choose no. to be a pedicab driver in San Francisco? That's the that's the that's the Olympics of well, that, that's really That's true, the but pinnacle, one, the one, pinnacle. But that's true, but one thing I think is really interesting about um being a pedicab is like what a great workout uh, as a job. I mean, this guy's, you know, how healthy how much healthier can you be than if your job is to bicycle ride with weight? Yeah. Behind you. I mean, that would be. Yeah. So I think that's why they do it. But yeah, San Francisco is almost a little masochistic. We're going to move it along to essential questions of human nature. Essential questions. Essentially, essential questions of, of human, human nature. nature. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I know it's your okay, real voice, sorry, sorry, but yeah. Sorry. It's my real voice. Um, what do you think the funnest age to be is? Because my kid, uh, you know, wins seven now. And I got to say, it has to be right up there as your funnest age. Um, I'm loving doing his schoolwork with him. Uh, you know, I'm his teacher now. Yeah. And uh, a lot of pasting at this age. A lot of pasting. Really? Yeah, I like the pasting. It's it's uh, You don't realize how good it feels to paste. If you're feeling depressed, get out and do some pasting. It doesn't feel bad at all. And what, what kind of pasting is he doing? Oh, like um, you know, they were like, "What do you want to have in your stocking?" And then you 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 cut out all these pictures of things you might like in your stocking, like a picture of a piece of candy, or you could be in the newspaper. You cut out stuff and then you paste it onto newspaper. a big board. Yeah, that kind of thing. You paste things. Newspaper. Yeah, and it feels good. The pasting feels good. Okay, that's one thing that they're do going they, through. Do they send you this stuff? How do you get the things that he cuts? Yeah, out? they send a shitload of work every night. I mean, like, but you have to print it out, or how do you print do it out? I'm, I have a printer, and it's and thank God it works because it didn't work for years, and uh, we found one that works. I bet it's like 20, 30 pages a day or something. It's ridiculous. Wow, it's yeah, pasting is a good one. My and you got a lot of pasting. Year was ten years old. 
Okay, that's a good year too, because here's another thing you do when you're 10. Both my kids now, every single tree that they see, if there's time, they try to climb it. They, they try to climb it. And the tree climbing era is pretty fun because we're not as far from the monkeys as we thought. Well, I think the other thing is it's, there's only so long that there's an age where you don't weigh very much. It's like at those ages, you weigh less than you're strong. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So you're stronger. You're actually strong enough to lift the mass that you are and you can't really get hurt. Kids and fall exactly. out of a tree. You can't. You don't really get hurt. Exactly. I'm telling you, they're playing one-on-one -on -one football on the beach where they just go out there and they just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> and and we can just sit and watch them, and they're not going to get hurt. They don't come back where they're bloody. I mean, there's some scratches sometimes. Sometimes some shirts are torn. Right. Um, you know, maybe a red eye or well, something. Well, my favorite, my fa my absolute favorite. Um, story that I tell an anecdote to kind of get people to understand how ridiculous uh, all of it is, is um, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, the, um, the story where you said, you know, they just, it's they, this is the wrong time to have kids in the pandemic. This age is just not right for the pandemic. And I tell people that you said to them like, Hey, both of you just don't get into, just don't move. Just stay where you are. I've got to go upstairs really quickly and just don't hurt each other. Don't fight. Don't do anything. <laughs> right. And then you went upstairs and 10 minutes later you came down and they had put boxes on their heads and they were just yeah. beating the shit out of each other with <laughs> hockey sticks. Yeah. And that is just so funny to me, but that's that age. It's like, Hey, what do you want to do right now? Let's put boxes yeah. on our heads yeah, let's beat each other up. I mean, it's it's really a, a great note. And you're also just so like open. And I think I told you this, but when was like, I want to have two kids. And I don't know what the second one's name's going to be. I'm like, what are you going to name the first one? He's like, Tusk. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. And I go, what if it's what if it's a girl? Do you think Tusk is a good name for a girl too? He's like, It'll work. It's going to be Tusk. The first tusk, one's going to be Tusk. 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 Can you imagine why? why? <laughs> and you know what? I think that's a pretty good name. It would be a good name. What do you think? For a guy. Tusk. Tusk Levy. For a guy. It's not, yeah, it's not going to be great for a girl, but Tusk Levy. Yeah, they call me Tusk. <laughs> tusk the Macedonian. <laughs> um, let me ask you another essential questions. Um, at, at what point do you name your house an estate? I've been. I think it's funny. The the smaller your house is, the more you have an apartment or a studio. Like, welcome to my estate. Oh, I like that. Right? Yeah. I mean, we call the crooked cottage in Long Island. We call. I call that a mini estate because it actually has. I like it. Yeah. It has a um a yard, and not just a yard. It has kind of a. Almost, it's going to be a sculpture garden, but it's um, there's a chimney, which is sort of an outdoor fireplace chimney, and then there's a shed, and you know there's a place for firewood. And that just that feels like an estate, but it is funny to call it an estate. I don't think if you have an apartment that you can really say "Welcome to my estate." I think it has to have outdoor space. Is that the case? But then, a chateau, chateau. But then, both of our homes have outdoor space. Yeah, welcome to my chateau. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think seven, like I said, seven, ten, great ages. But the one thing about getting older that I like is the older you get, 
uh, the higher percentage of people you find attractive. And I think we've talked about this, but we have it really talked helps. about this. It really helps to like everybody looks better the older you get, because in relation to you, they are better looking. And that's pleasant, pleasant on the eyes, but unpleasant. <laughs> it's easy on the on ears, the ears. <laughs> easy on the ears, <laughs> pleasant on the pupils and gnarly on the nose. Hit it. Call me Tusk. Uh, I'm a lady and I'm upset with my father, Wynn, but you can call me Tusk. Guys, uh, I, you know what? I, I do have to go pretty soon here because I'm doing a voice reveal for the world. I'm going to actually go out. Oh, you're going straight to the world, not even. On rooftops. So you're going beyond even your estate. My name's Cash Levy. Yeah, this and is this my is real, real voice. voice. Yeah, this is, this this is, is my real voice real. reveal. And it this feels good to be out of the box. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. Um, I'm gonna go over to Twitter and see if we've got any. Did you did you see any I guys? We find... love your maskers. Throw us maskers. I know we not we're not doing them every episode, but we need them. We've got to have them in your ask the masters. And unfortunately, now you can um, you can ask about masks. Uh, Jaga N writes, "I know what a globe trotter is, but what is a globe toddler?" I like that. That's a globe toddler is someone who goes all over the world spilling mustard on his shirt and not finishing his applesauce. <laughs> Elijah Woody Harrelson writes, luggage, clothes, sausage. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what people have been saying recently? We want to show you how the sausage is made. That's been a big thing that's suddenly come into the lexicon of talking about it's very strange of talking about, uh, you know, give you behind the scenes. But instead of saying behind the scenes, they said, we want to show you how the sausage is being made. Here's the thing. I don't want to see how it's being made. I like sausage. I'll eat it. I don't want to see how you make it. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I love that. All right. My name is Pizza Boss. Writes, Cash Levy, if you have to poop but decide to save it for another time, is that a deferred turd? <laughs> <laughs> or an accretion of a secretion. I think it's a deferred turd. I really, really like that. I really like that one. That's very, very, very funny. Very funny. Um, yeah, so that's all I've got. The rest of it is just uh, <laughs> propaganda stuff that's anti-pandemic. Scamdemic, <laughs> that's it. So please tag Cash or myself. Otherwise, we'll get lost in the fray. With a world that is completely more comfortable with conspiracy than with reality. Oh, that's my pager. I got to go.